AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show. We explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Fu. On the show today, we welcome Ron Krzyzewski. He is chairman and CEO of Stiefel Financial Corporation, which late last year became the title sponsor of the U.S. Alpine Ski Team. And turns out they struck that deal right on time because the team is led by Michaela Schifrin, who recently broke the record for most World Cup wins by a woman with 83. There it is. The final gas pedal. And she gets it. Michaela Schifrin. Victory number 83. That was Schifrin's win captured by a very excited NBC Sports. <laughs> Stevel's deal with the U.S. Alpine Ski Team includes a special financial education program for the athletes as well. And we'll dive into all of that and more with Ron Chukovsky. He is with the show right now with the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Ron, welcome to the show. I'm pleased to join you. we got to bring this up. Tom Brady, we talk about a guy who's made a fistful of cash. Uh, he is officially retiring, and he says this time again, it is, again. yeah, <laughs> it says this is for good this time. Now, this is according to the uh, database Spot Track. Brady has earned more than three hundred thirty-two million dollars, twenty-three seasons in the NFL. He has endorsement deals with Under Armour and Hertz, among other big also brands. Also, FTX, Michael yes. Barr. Don't forget. I, I mean, it's huge. <laughs> so, so when can the skiers get in on all this and get all this endorsement stuff? You know, that that's a great question, and I think that um, it, what, what it comes to is that the United States, uh, one of the, obviously the biggest market in the world and one of the biggest sports markets in the world, um, comes to understand and appreciate the alpine skiing, uh, you know, as they, as they do football, maybe not quite that. Uh, yeah, I'll give you an example. The world championships are um, going to be starting in Courchevel, France. And I was looking at some numbers, you know, talk the business of sports, and approximately the estimates are about 4 million Americans will watch it, uh, you know, delayed or, or uh, on uh, streaming. Uh, in Germany, 10 times that amount. 10 times. So I think that when uh, your listeners understand, and maybe some of them do, but some of them don't, Michaela Schifrin is the GOAT of skiing. Mm. The GOAT. She is one win away from the all-time record, which is Ingemar Stenmark, of 86 wins. And she's 27 years old. It's incredible. And, and for us, talk about catching lightning in a bottle. We, we signed this deal last year. No one thought she'd have this kind of year. Maybe I did, but maybe that's about it. <laughs> 
pretty incredible timing, um, definitely, given uh, what Schifrin's been able to do, uh, not just of late, but throughout her career. And Stiefel also has uh, sponsorship agreements with the St. Louis Blues, uh, which, of course, plays in your hometown. Uh, they're, you're the official jersey sponsor and several PGA golfers and are also the um, presenting sponsor of the Haskins and Annika Awards, which recognize the U.S.'s top collegiate golfers. Can you talk a little bit overall about the strategy behind why Stiefel is aligning so closely with athletes and with sports? Well, first of all, I, uh, to give my own little bit of marketing line here, what, what Stiefel, um, what we say is that we're an organization where success meets success. Uh, so if, um, we want we want to be aligned with successful people, and athletes are the you know the most obvious example of of success. Whether whether you are Tom Brady or Michaela Schifrin, or frankly a young collegiate golfer that's going to be the next um, Tiger Woods uh, or you know the next athlete. So we see uh, sports and especially individual sports like golf and skiing as uh, epitomizing the values and core beliefs that we embrace as a, as a company. So it's rather it's a rather easy um, uh, connection for us. But it's interesting that you say individual athletes as opposed to team sports. Can you expand on that? Well, I think, look, uh, there's no I in team, as, as people like to say, and uh, we uh, team sports uh, do not have, from a, from a marketing perspective, uh, necessarily uh, the same ability to identify with success or, or even success and failure. You know, one of the great stories about Michaela, even though she's the greatest of all time, was she did not have um, a stellar Olympics, to say the least. And I've talked to her about that and, and how what she talks about. And if you listen to her, you will see that even the greatest have failures. Um, and, you know, Michael Jordan said, you know, how many shots he missed in his career. And yet, you know, he always wanted to have the last shot. And I'm sure Tom Brady, you know, has stories of, of his failures. Uh, so individuals are easier to relate to. Teams are important, but don't have that individual component that we that we value. Oh, that said, we're a big sponsor of the Blues as a team. You mentioned that you need to have the skills and traits required to be a top athlete, and it has to mirror what it takes to be a successful investor. In other words, to coin my father's words, don't be a knucklehead. What do you do to, to what are what are the skills to be a top investor if you are a top athlete? Well, you know, look, it's it's uh, it's skill. Uh, you need perseverance. Uh, uh, you know, especially in investing, if you if you just uh, become emotional with the markets, you're you're gonna. Uh, would your dad say be a knucklehead? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll be you'll be a knucklehead if if you do that. And and uh, of course, what we what we do and uh, every great athlete, you know, has a support system. And what we want to do for our clients is provide a support system. You know, not necessarily for athletic prowess, but for savings and retirement and financial advice prowess. And uh, so the, the qualities that it takes, skill, dedication, perseverance, uh, to be a great athlete, we believe those skills are needed to be um, a great investor. 
and not be a knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, actually. I like your dad. <laughs> so talk a little bit about um, what your strategy or what your thinking is in terms of further expanding into the sports world. You, you articulated um, the value of individual athletes as opposed to uh, an entire team really looking to identify the traits and in individuals that uh, your customers, that your customer base uh, might be able to relate to. Where do you see Stiefel's involvement in the sports world expanding to? Well, you know, I think my board probably thinks I've done a fair amount here. So <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I mean, you know, again, we do, we're involved in college golf. Um, we're involved on the, uh, on the pro level of golf. We're involved with hockey. Um, we, we do, um, you know, we do the LA Bowl. Uh, that's more branding for us. And of course, um, the U.S. ski team uh, and the individuals on the U.S. ski team. So at this point, you know, I know this is the you know the business of sports here. I think I think my plate's kind of full right now in terms of uh, what we're doing. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple, two percent on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams-Hurd, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now I'm going to ask a silly question because you mentioned about golfers. uh, And you are the presenting sponsor of the Haskins and Annika Awards. If I'm saying that right, I'm assuming we're talking about Annika Sorenstam? Uh, absolutely. The, Hask- the Haskins Award is for the best male uh, collegiate golfer voted by their peers and coaches, and the Annika is the, is the uh, correlation for the women. What does it take? Uh, because you, you got your, your hands in a lot here, a lot of great sports. <laughs> uh, it, you must be stretched uh, to the limit because, uh, you know, you got top athletes all over the place uh, and you've got you've got a good map of what it takes to help these athletes bring in sponsorships and bring in more sponsorships and more sponsorships. What do you tell them? Yeah, you know, I, the athletes, we want to be themselves, okay? Uh, we like, uh, we, you know, we obviously want them to, to be good, you know, citizens and good good for their community. What, and they, they are, you know, and, and that's, that's what we, we want to see. 
Take college golf, for example. Just think about it. You've got kids that carry their own bags. You know, they're they're not making the money yet. They golf's a sport where you keep your own score. You call your penalties on yourself. You know, all of these moral um, qualities that we value. So, they, you know, they always say to me, you know, well, what do you want me to do to um, to sponsor or to promote Stiefel? And my answer is, I will just uh, be in your backlight. You be good, and I get to associate with you. And when you're good, <laughs> I get the I get the backlight, which I like. The halo effect, right? There you go. <laughs> Ron, I, I wanted, we can't let you go without uh, getting your take on the overall economy, but I want to hear about your view on the overall economy through the prism of what's going on in sports and sports rights. Uh, People talk about live sports as its own asset class, or at least uh, sports adjacent assets as their own asset class, because it's not correlated with the equity market, the bond market, in the same way that other traditional securities are. Uh, We've seen how sports rights values have just continued to climb, and the NBA uh, TV rights, I'm sure, will fetch a record amounts of money after the um, current contract ends uh, in 2025. How do you look at uh, these values of teams, the valuations of teams and these sports rights in the current environment when we are facing a slowing economy, possibly a recession, certainly tough times for the rest of this year, maybe into next year? That's a great question, and you know, you got it. Let's let's just go back a few years to try to answer the question because um, you obviously today I would sit there and go, it's crazy. I mean, we look at what these sports franchises are trading for, whether it was Phoenix or Denver in football or basketball in the television rights, and you would sit there and say, this is crazy. But ten years ago, I said it was crazy. You know when they when you would see what franchises or these rights would trade for, I think what it is is the reason that we are in the business of of associating with sports, and that is it is you know it's American, it's competitiveness, and the consumer likes it. They like watching these athletes. They relate, and therefore the value just skyrockets. And I think the pandemic actually you know, increase the value because it's just, um, it's, it's what people like to do and it makes, it makes you feel good. Uh, and so any, any business that you do where you were, the, you know, the client or the consumer walks out feeling good, that's a valuable business. That's what's going on in sports. I want to brag on you before we let you go. Uh, <laughs> you won in 2019, the Horatio Alger award. Uh, selected for membership in the uh, Alger Association of Distinguished Americans, which honors individuals who have overcome adversity to achieve success and who have demonstrated commitment to higher education and charitable endeavors. Can you tell us about the adversity you had to go through to win that award? You know, first of all, that was very nice of you to mention that. It was one of the greatest honors of, of my life, let alone career. Um, yet, in some ways, my adversity was just was simply, you know, coming um, from a family where I was the first to go to college, and uh, and you know, then and the adversity, if you will, about you know g- climbing through that uh, to today, you know, having the fortune of being a CEO of a, of a great public company. Um, but I have to say, when you look at Horatio Alger and you 
talk about real adversity, which is broken families, potential drugs. I don't hold a candle to that. And I just want to say that. I mean, I do feel that, you know, I'm maybe a pretty good success story, um, and I appreciate you bringing that up. But some of these stories uh, are amazing. And and to, to my fellow Horatio Alger, and what we support is education to help people achieve success. So I got a lot of future clients that are, uh, that are in the educational system for Horatio Alger, and that, that kind of warms my heart. Ron Krzyzewski, I know him now. He's the chairman and CEO of Stiefel Financial Corporation. You are so kind to join us, Ron. Thank you for so much for joining us here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. This is the Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scarlet Fu. By the way, we miss you, Damian Sassauer. Catch us here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. And catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. I don't think Damian misses us. He's somewhere <laughs> warm and sunny by the beach for, for work. On assignment. On assignment, so he says. <laughs> I'm reachable on Twitter at Scarlet Fu. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.